Hey everybody, welcome back to Light in the Ghetto. Thank you for tuning in for the for whoa. Wow. Oh wow. It's okay, you can do it. <laughs> Thank you for t- tuning in to another week with us. It's your girl Bree with a speech impediment like Moses this week. Hey, it's Ashley Amina, the healing artesian. And never gets old. And it's Kay. <laughs> And we're here with a whole new episode for y'all. Yeah. And might I say, God is testing and trying this week. Clearly, I can't talk. (laughs) I see. And in addition to not being able to talk, he's pointing out all the golden calves this week. All the golden calves. Um... And what I mean by the Golden Cast, if if most of you guys don't know, this much of this podcast and a lot of our inspiration for a lot of things that we do are initiated out of the ghettoist book in the Bible, Exodus. Um, and God has revisited us with yet another, another thing he wanted to point out um, in our behavior that is mimicking the children of Israel. So the reason why I say God is in the business of pointing out golden calves at this point is for those who aren't familiar with the story. You know, the people of Israel, they were taken out of slavery, right? They're in the wilderness, and Moses is doing the dang on thing with his speech impediment, much like Bree. And at this point, he is the liaison, right? He going from the the children of Israel, kind of taking their requests, taking their worries, and taking their prayers. But at this point, Moses is the only person that really has access to God like that. Um, again, and, and we just don't have to say a brief thank you uh, to Jesus Devante Christ for dying on the cross now that we have access and connection because I don't know if I would be okay with having to go through a Moses every time I wanted to talk to God but anyways back to the story so you know Moses is the liaison between God and these people right and so at this point you know we've had a little hiccups where the children of Israel are very ungrateful much like me very ungrateful and at this point they've kind of gotten to a point where they kind of chill you know what i'm saying like we think that it's pretty good we think that it's going all right moses is going up for a daily prayer daily meeting with god and at this point in time much like i could say my own relationship with god i've made the commitment to say i want to be in covenant with god um and i think the people of israel they're the children of israel rather they were like fully committed because we're about to find out that they weren't as committed as they thought they were much like me this week um they thought they were really committed and really ready to do the Lord's work and ready to, you know, pay the price of what it was to be rescued by God and to be called by God and to have an assignment and to, you know, come into covenant with him. So Moses is up there, and, you know, God is making those guidelines for that covenant. He's doing the Ten Commandments. So he's saying what they should and shouldn't do, you know, like don't worship any other gods, no false idols, you know, all these things. And um, Moses come down off that mountain and them people is down there, and, and like, you may not see this in the text, but I'd be reading between the lines. They come, he come down off the mountain, you know those little kazoos that people be having at like birthday parties when it's a surprise party, and they be like, Rah! they are blowing on those. They have taken their shirts off and they're swinging them around their head, and they are like with the, they're doing that, jumping and skipping around a golden calf. They have melted down all of their precious belongings and turned them into a calf, a cow, a moo, Chick-fil-A. That's what they've done. And at this point, I could only imagine how God and Moses are looking. And it's probably exactly how God and Moses were looking at me today. Um, because at this point, I have accepted purpose, kind of. 
And I have accepted my assignment, kind of. And I have accepted that in order to successfully do this, I'm going to have to lean on God because I can't do it in my own right. Um, but I think that this morning, today, this afternoon, this evening, God caught me dancing around a calf. And I don't mean in the way of like I was worshiping another God or anything like that. I think I allowed something to become my distraction to my assignment. Um, and my distraction to the covenant that I made with God, the agreement that I made with him when I turned 26. I think I shared that with y'all. Um, I know I shared it with y'all. I don't know if I shared it with our podcast, but for those who don't know, I turned 26 on August 22nd and I made a promise to God that this year there is no my will. It's only his will and that I would follow his will for the entire year. Couldn't promise much after that, but this year I can promise that much. And I promised that that's what I would do in that year and everything he put in my path, I had faith that was only sent by him. and. I let myself be distracted and derailed by that today. And so today, the basis of what we're going to be talking about is what are you allowing to be your golden calf? Like, what are you down skipping and jumping around 12 in your shirt and blowing a kazoo about that has nothing to do with the covenant that you made with God? And while he's writing the rules and regulations for y'all covenant so he can share them with you, what are you down there having a hopscotch party with? So I'm going to ask y'all, what is your golden calf right now? Um, shoot. I think mine was probably still my comfort zone, um, and my own will, um, because God has given me very strict directions recently with little to no, uh, misconceptions or discrepancies of what I should be doing. And I am still working in my own will and letting distractions being my comfort zone and my timidity um be my golden calf um i didn't know that i was doing it all the way until i got in y'all's presence this evening and brie so graciously has been dragging me for the past two hours and you like to co-sign <laughs> um so i would say those are my uh golden calves like i said he's given me um direct directions to work my candle business and to you know, really put myself out there because he has given me everything that I need. And I still be like, all right, God, so what do you want me to do now? Or I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't have this. I don't have that. And he's looking at me like, I literally told you what to do. And I took your distractions away. I'm still waiting on the praise report. So I will share with you, share with y'all later, but just know that he has taken some good distract, not good, but major distractions away from me and I'm still trying to lean on my own will in my inside my comfort zone um, which honestly just equals disobedience because delayed obedience is still disobedience so wow I just dragged myself so I'm gonna pass it to Brie oh my goodness um so it wasn't just me with the drag today clearly it's you too Ashley Oh, my golden calf, I would say is my capacity and my flexibility. Um, I tend to be a pretty easygoing person. I can make it work. Like, um, I don't complain a whole bunch. Like, if there's a need, I just jump in and meet it. And I don't think twice about myself. Um, and I've been seeing that a lot in, in my occupation. I just haven't been doing that no more. And 
I got so tired. That's why I'm not doing it. But when I was doing it, I'm like, I'm doing all of this stuff and I'm looking for reassurance and praise and like to be valued by people who don't don't even matter. They don't get what my assignment is. So I've been looking to the wrong people, but I've been praising my capacity at, at in the in the means of like, I can do all of this and still be okay, which I'm okay for so long. And then Kayleen is like picking me up off the floor by my braids because my hair is braided right now, telling me, uh, girl, get up, fix your crown. I don't know, but I think it's bad. I think because I can do so much that I should do so much. And Jesus has been telling me to do two things. Have, have either of those things been completed yet? No, no. So I'm in the disobedience club too. So here we go. Okay, what do you think your calf is? Um, My, my calf right now is overwhelming excitement and i'm explain because i know that sounds like what excitement that's a good thing right wrong so about like a couple weeks ago we talked about how our resolve had to be greater than the results that we were seeking to get out of something right so i'm one of those people that like when i get really really excited i'm like okay like so for example if i was like i'm starting a babysitting business and i was like really excited about it girl i'll be buying cribs strollers cradles, toys, building blocks, coloring books, shelving, chairs, tables, cookies, snacks, milk, crackers, Jolly Ranchers, uh, all kind of stuff. Like I get really excited and then I just be like, I'm going to do everything. And I think that that answer is just as extreme as the one that a lot of us are familiar with, which is when God asks us to do something and we be like, okay, God, I'm going to take your direction. I'm going to take your instruction. And I'm not going to move without your permission. And then we have those days where it's like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be invested in this. I don't feel like it. That's what we usually say. I don't feel like it. And that not feeling like it usually causes us to not move at all, not to do anything, which is also not what God asked you to do. And sometimes I have the case of the opposite, which is that I get so excited that I also move, but God didn't tell me to do anything. He didn't ask you to do anything. I'm so happy that you're excited. I'm so glad that you're excited about the thing I'm doing in your life, but I didn't ask you to move. And I think that sometimes my golden calf, which is the thing that distracts me or takes me away from the covenant that I made with God, is getting overwhelmingly excited about something and then doing what I think is best in that moment. And I think it's just as important to recognize that even if you have good intentions, if it's not good instruction, you're still being disobedient. And that's something I had to recognize. And I think was my golden calf at this point in time is being distracted by movement with no approval rather it be movement because I feel good or movement because I feel bad because all of it is moving off of feeling and God doesn't care about how you feel when he has an assignment on your life. It's not about if you feel good or if you feel bad. It's really not about how you feel at all. Um, but something else that I think about when I think about um, the, the, cat, the golden calf is the covenant, right? And the Bible talks about how no covenant is made without blood being shed. So a covenant is some sort of agreement that you have with God, but at some point there was always like bloodshed, a sacrifice of some sort in order to kind of solidify the covenant. So when you guys thinking about, when you guys think about, okay, you, you can identify what your golden calf is. What is your, what is your bloodshed for your covenant? 
what is it that you have to sacrifice or give up for your covenant? Um, for me, I would say it's the very thing that I'm using as my golden calf, my comfort zone. Um, I have to give that up. Like, it's just, and I'm honest, I'm honestly tired of talking about it at this point where I feel embarrassed or seen because this has been a constant thing for me for a very long time. And even last week in our Bible study, Kay was like, you have, God says you have to destroy your comfort zone. Like, you just have to destroy it because there's a lot of things in life that we don't want to do. And as she, uh, she was saying earlier, we'll literally say, I don't feel like it. And as much as I pray to God uh, for a business and to allow my creativity to be my driving force in life, um, I want to make a mark on the world uh, in my own creative way. He's like, all right, bet, do it. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait a second, what do you mean do it? And so like, I just have to, that's been a part of my wilderness is really getting out of my own will and getting, cause a part of my will is my comfort zone, right? When we have, when we work in our own will, we say, or we think we do what we want and what we don't want. And so if it is outside of my comfort zone, I'm not going to do it. And Honestly, almost everything in the business besides the creativity is out of my comfort zone. And so I have to really destroy it. Like um, start even this podcast was a part of um, letting go of my comfort zone because I do like to talk, but I have to warm up and things of that nature. And so just really letting go of my comfort zone, as I keep saying, but like not doing stuff in my own will because I'd be thinking that I'm out of my comfort zone and then I'll say something and you know again Bria K will graciously let me know like nah blood like that's not you're still working in your own will or you're still in your own comfort zone so that's mine um I think well I know that I need to constantly surrender myself because for some reason in my brain, I think just because I can handle a lot, I should. And just because I have this much space in my cup, I can stuff and stuff and stuff, all this stuff, but inside of it um, to demonstrate that I can handle things. But with me stuffing all of that in, I am pushing out any room for Jesus to permeate my life and come in and rescue me or just be there for me i just i just really pack out the desperation for him so i've had to really surrender myself because yeah i could do it but like i can't do it like he can and just because he gave me the gift to be able to balance things and juggle things that doesn't mean that that i don't need him for anything because there's a whole lot that I need him for. And to be honest, without him, I'm not able to do anything. So getting my own self out of the way, I really, really, <laughs> that's that's the thorn in my side. Um, even with making this song that maybe will come out or I don't know what he's trying to do with it. I thought that I needed to be able to provide everything that I need to record and he's like, but I didn't ask you that. You're doing all this stuff to show that you can do it, but you're not even doing what I asked you to do, which was write and record the song. 
can you even just do that? So I had to constantly surrender myself because mm, I began way too ahead of myself, way too ahead of myself. I would say uh, the thing that I have to sacrifice, so my bloodshed uh, is my constant seeking for control. That is, that is my bloodshed. My bloodshed is the idea that if I get all the materials, if I set aside the time, if I put in the manpower, then I can do it. Like, I feel like so much, so much of our lives we're trained to believe that like proper preparation equals the outcome you want. And that's not how a covenant with God works because co- God's covenants are about grace and mercy which are all unmerited unearned and undeserved things from god you can't earn them there is no amount of manpower there is no amount of preparation there is no amount of work you can put in that will make it where one you will ever feel ready one we talked about in the past about god's thoughts of you and his plans for you are so high that they surpass what you could even imagine in addition to you not being able to imagine them they your highest thought again still barely scraping the surface of his lowest thought of you and so when we talk about being able to prepare for things that you couldn't imagine that doesn't even make sense like it literally doesn't even make sense and so kind of that I feel that's my bloodshed is giving that up because it's like I enter into covenant with God or what I think is covenant with God and I'll be like okay that's so good God I know that I said that I'm going to do this and I'm going to let your will be done because your will is better and your insight is better but then I'm like okay so God is there a suggestion box I know we said we were going to do what you said do but every good business has a suggestion box and God looks at me and says I'm not in the business of being good business I have holy business and that's it I'm not, I'm not in the business of good business. That's what you're about. That's not what I'm about. Um, and I felt a piece of my edges fall out, even as I was saying that, because that was a drag on my whole life. But, um, yeah, yeah. God isn't trying to be approved by the better business bureau. That's not his aim. So, and to piggyback off of that kind of, Um, But just thinking about everything that we talked about, like essentially being in our own will, um, it reminds me because I've been I've been deep in the wilderness in the thick of it. Um, So I I've been what I was reading, I think either yesterday or today, but it was talking about how the children of Israel, when they were in the wilderness and they became uncomfortable, they started thinking about quote-unquote the good old days and thinking about like oh when we were in Egypt we were eating meat and all of these things but like when they were in Egypt they were also in slavery and so I think that when we start to work in our own will or we start to try to have our own control or we think about self we and when we're in the wilderness we start to look back like oh I remember when I did this and it worked or um, this was a lot better than what I'm doing now but in the grand scheme of things because literally in the bible it says God heard their cries so like they literally asked to be out of slavery and you know we've asked for things for me I asked God for a business I said God if you see fit slide me one because I needs that and now that, I, <laughs> now that I have one I'm like oh you want me to do what you want me to like you know make candles you want me to 
connect with people that's not even in my comfort zone bro so it's like but I literally asked for that and so when we get uncomfortable we start thinking about ourselves or you know what we what we used to what used to work um so just wanted to add that in there if y'all are thinking about going backwards because don't forget you asked <laughs> to be out of that bondage or that season that situation whatever it may be you asked so talking to myself but wanted to share you ever asked for something and then immediately wanted to call the customer service number to return it and it's just like jesus is on the main line but he does not have a customer complaint line it's not on the manual looking for it haven't found it don't think i will um and since you brought that up um i think anything i've entered into covenant about i've got really excited about and they're all things that i asked for and had no idea what the cost of them were and it's like a it's like a love hate pull tug because it's like I don't know what the cost is I know it's going to cost me everything but literally nothing at all because anything I'm giving up was never worth what I'm get getting in exchange um and I think that maybe that's God's biggest frustration with me is because he's like I know it looks like that golden calf is so cool like I love the way you took your your beauty supply store hoop earrings and melted those down that's cute but that's never going to amount to what I have for you maybe I got the big buffs over here waiting for you and you don't want them you want your beauty supply hoop earrings and your clear lip gloss and I need you to give that up I need you to give it up I know it feels like everything it's like the summer starter kit also sidebar who turned the air on outside it, okay, anyways I I know it seems like you want your summer starter kit you want the hoops and the the beauty supply store lip gloss that's not what I have for you. That's not what I have for you. I want you to let that go. And I think that that's probably another, I won't even say the biggest, but another one of the things about calling and purpose that is getting very um, ghetto around here. Yeah. It does make it very ghetto, but like, we have to go back well, we're inviting you guys to go back with us because we thought that we were on it. We were doing it. We were, all right, God, we're striding. This is it. We got a little frustrated in the beginning, but then it got a little tough. So we want you guys to go back with us and revisit what, what's the reason? What is the purpose? What is the reason of what we're doing? And when I ask this, keep in mind, like, if you think it's one specific thing, that's cool, but I want to challenge you to think of that purpose is a journey and not just a destination. So where are you in your journey? Like for myself, if I had to think about it, I think my purpose in this part of the journey is patience, to wait on God because I asked him a question and then I'd be like, oh, can I check on your progress? Because I don't think you heard me and I need you to come through right now. I think it's also stride as well, because sometimes I ask him something and he answered right away. And then I didn't think that he was supposed to answer that fast. And I'd be like, no, it really wasn't you. And then he say move and I say, but, and it's just a back and forth dance. And it's like, did you really hear what I said? Um, and then building that faith and trust that it is him talking to me. It is him leading me. It is him guiding me. He will come through for me. And I don't have to do anything extra 
other than create that need and be in relationship with him. So where do you guys think that you are with this thing called purpose slash journey slash destination? Wow, I'm going to be Moses all episode, I guess. Um, Kind of similar to yours, if I could just piggyback off of everything that you said. Um, I think in this part of my journey, one, understanding that it's a journey and it's not a destination, because when I think of purpose, I all, instantly almost always think about my contribution to the world and why God put me here. Um, but if I had to think about what is he wanting me to learn or what is he bringing, dragging me at this point through the wilderness for, it would be for faith. Um, to have faith in him and to come to him for all of my needs and resources. Um, because, you know, when you're not in a comfort zone and you're not working your own will, you are having to trust God. And so for me, especially where I am literally currently within this past month, I have to have faith in him each and every day, like asking him, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do today, God? And then once that day is over, I come back to him for the next day. Okay, what do you want me to do today, God? And just have faith that each day is connected together and it's for the greater purpose, um, which is whatever it is that he wants me to do or and things like that. Um, so in having faith, like I said, piggybacking off of Ebri is also knowing that I have to trust him. Um, and then again, going to him for all of my needs and resources because he is the source and he's given me everything that I need. Okay, y'all know I'm borderline slow. Ask me the question one more time. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your what do you think your purpose is right now and not it could be purpose as in like the destination for you in the moment or what do you think the purpose of this part of the journey is okay so I don't I don't know what the destination is and I don't know the destination is because God has not only unplugged my GPS but removed it so I don't have one so I don't actually know what the destination is, but I think at this stage of my life, um, it's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to think about and uncomfortable to say out loud um, because I think that what our culture associates with it, I don't like. But I think at this stage in my life, purpose is connection and influence um, and connecting people through the influence that God has allowed me to have. Um, so when I think about following, when I think about support, when I think about just like overall, anointing that has been placed on uh, my vocal cords so when I, I think about it I, I have recognized that at this stage of my life that um, God has blessed me in a way that my anointing looks like when I speak it moves um, and that's scary uh, because that holds a lot of weight the idea that you speak and it, it, mo it moves whatever it is it moves rather it be the thoughts the emotions or the feelings of other people those move rather it be mountains rather it be generational curses rather it be boundaries rather it be obstacles they move um and I think right now that is my purpose um and I think currently the way it's being used is that God is allowing me to use my my thoughts and my voice to make connection through influence um but I don't know what that destination is where that road map ends or is leading to because like we talked about purpose is not a destination it's a journey 
So um, at this stage in the journey, it's discomfort. Um, influence through discomfort. So all those who feel like they've been influenced, inspired, anything, I thank God that he's allowed me to be on a platform where I don't have to fake for y'all. Um, so like I can come on my platform and tell y'all where I messed up because y'all probably saw me post it. <laughs> um, so, um, but I thank God for that level of influence. Um, I never want to reach a, a place of influence where I have to fake because I think that's where the anointing gets lost. But if I had to sum it up, I think that's where my um, current purpose is, is influence, um, influence and connection through, through speaking. And yeah. Okay, okay. So when you guys were talking, I had another question that just kept ringing in my head because I was kind of touching on it. But just to be super crystal clear for the people, what, what is the gift that, or gifts or gifts that are that are in your hands right now that are right before you that you're supposed to be using on this part of the journey. So I think when we think purpose, we think more so about gifts. So like real briefly, what do you think those gifts are? Um, for me, I would say my ability to build relationships. So like connection, um, my creativity, whether that be through writing, um, through like conversation, coming up with ideas with people, or being crafty. Um, I make candles, but I've also, if I like to put crafts together, then I'm pretty good at what I put my mind to. Um, and influence as well. I try to have a positive, well not try, but I I think I naturally have a positive influence. I make people feel better. Um, and I put all that together in a basket. And you got Ashley, so. <laughs> I would say my gifts right now, because um, when I think, of, let me think, when I think about gifts, they're the things that come easy to you that you, that still have, they, that still pack influence. Um, so I would say my gifts right now are um, my mind and my voice. Okay, okay. Um, I would have to say that my gifts right now are um, being a peacekeeper. There are peacemakers and peacekeepers. And I've heard quite a bit about how my presence is like taking some medicine to calm you down, a volume, if you would. Um, and I just be being myself chilling. So I would say being a peacekeeper and um, being a craftsman, because I believe anything that I put my hands on, it becomes beautiful, it becomes full, I can do just about everything. You name it, I know how to do it probably. And if I don't, I'm gonna try to figure it out. So because of that, I think those are the gifts that Jesus has said before me to be able to go ahead and um, get this work done. Um, do you guys have any last words, like a little blip of like encouragement to people? I know, Kaylin, you had just sprinkled yours on in, but do y'all have any lasting words for the people to help them get through to the next week? Check your receipts. You know, it's always it's always okay to self-reflect, to remember your why, remember the last thing that you felt God told you. And even if you don't remember, because I'd be the first one calling him up every morning. God, what you tell me to do? Or can you can you just remind me? Um, he's always there. He's always ready to listen. He always wants us to talk to him and have that relationship with him. So it's, all, it's, it's okay to, you know, get a refresher. 
saying a test well it is but this is a test where you can you know go back flip through your notes talk to the teacher um i would say always be aware of what your golden calf is what's keeping you from the covenant and just because you think you got it in one moment don't mean you have it in the next. Because I promise y'all, I'm so sure that Moses did not expect to see that when he came down off that mountain. So much so that he dropped the Ten Commandments and broke them in half. So be mindful um, and be aware of what your golden calves are in this season moving forward. I'm going to go ahead and also piggyback off of that. And when you're being mindful and you're checking up on what you may or may not have forgotten or what you're struggling with that day, patience patience because I think we have a habit of like getting really into something and thinking we're supposed to be somewhere we're supposed to be at this point in life we're supposed to have all these things or I should be able to manage this and it's okay to just pace yourself you don't have to have it all together nobody's asking you to be perfect for you to be perfect and the blessings that are meant for you and the people you are meant to reach you will reach them you don't have to rush this. All things come together with time. Like wine, it gets better with time. Diamonds become uh, diamonds because the coal was under pressure and it took a little time. So be patient, be patient. And with that y'all, that's the episode. That's it, that's all. That's it, that's it, that's all. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> This one was a little ghetto for me. I'm not going <laughs> to. Just a bit ghetto for me. <laughs> but what's crazy is, Ashley, you've been talking about how we've been dragging you and then you get on here, the recording, and then start dragging us. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, you need to come with warning next time. Don't just try to embarrass me in front of all my friends on the internet. Don't do that. Right, I don't so have any more edges. I just that. I'm like, Lord, um, Re, uh, take the scales off my eyes because I don't be knowing that I'd be doing that. So, Brie, we should have knew they can't see her, but we can. She put her do rag on before we start recording, y'all. I did actually. <laughs> she didn't want to warn us to wrap our hair, lay our edges, put in the ponytails tighter, anything like she just secured her own self and then went for it. Crazy, it's the rude for me. Okay, Sorry. next um, time. Do you guys want to? want to talk about what we have coming up i know we mentioned it a little bit last episode but are we ready to tell them what we have coming yeah you gonna tell them Bree? go ahead okay so guys you have been listening to our beautiful voices and that is just so wonderful but we want you to see our faces we want to connect with you so we will be having a live recording uh, where we will record our podcast as we normally do, but we will also be on Instagram or Facebook Live or maybe both where we can actually talk to you and you can talk to us in real time. Now, now, don't think, don't you think that we're going to be able to post those same things right in real time, but you, if you miss it, you'll be able to go back. So regardless, you'll be able to talk to us, we'll be able to talk to you, and y'all can put some faces with the names, Okay. We might get cute for y'all, but we're probably going to come in head scarves and um, Ash. Ash. Well, I'm going to have my right. Ash is going to have the dewy. I'm going to ruffle my eyebrows so that they're not perfectly placed. Okay, what you going to do? Girl, y'all better hope I sew up. 
What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? You better hope I'll be there. I don't, what? <laughs> Please. Yes, we will be doing a live recording where we want you guys to ask us questions, talk to us in real time. Yes, we will still record the podcast and put it up for a run it back session um, for whenever you'd like to listen to us. And we will have more details coming on that um, on all of our social medias, which I am. I should be on Instagram. That's I S H U B E E or at B S with three B S W I T H B R I. Who are y'all? I am Shamina. Well, Ash dot Amina. A S H dot A M I N A. Or you can catch me on It's Candle Talk. I T S C A N D L E T A L K. I'm Kayleen Powell. K-A-Y-L-E-E-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, a.k.a. Generational Change Agent. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Now I got to come up with something. Okay. I'll have it by the next time. DJ Envy, Angelie, and Charlotte <laughs> God. And we are the light in the ghetto. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.